everybody to the super. Now I'm just watching it. It's just a delay from when it shows. Yeah, it's craziness. Yeah, you can't you can't get focused on it, brother. All right. It's a fallacy. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, I think it was the it was but yeah, it was the original opening for the cartoon. League One. Okay, yeah, I guess that is it. All right. His dad's like, what are they talking about? Just, oh, God, I hope this isn't going to be... Oh, God, I hope it's not going to be about Justice League and or Game of Thrones for 45 minutes. My favorite movie of the year. Yeah, this is a long time coming at this point, as we've both seen Justice League now. I saw it a couple weeks ago with my good bud T-Rav. T-Rav, shout out. Uh, you get lost in his beard sometimes, so mm-hmm. you understand that. Uh, but then uh, it was after that, because I think that was while you were out in London. Jolly old England. Yeah, England, not London, but... Uh, well, you're out there, so when you came back, I was giving you a lot of precautions about it, and we haven't talked much about the movie, because when I went to pick you up, you you just sort of said, like, I think you said... Splitting like, hairs yeah. at that point. But. You seem to really enjoy it, which is very contrary to the warnings I gave you. So I already I could tell we have differences of opinion on this movie. It was just opinions clash over Justice League. So why don't you give me your thoughts on the movie first? Uh, I thought it was a drastic improvement on Batman vs. Superman. And uh, I went in with pretty low expectations. You know, the Rotten Tomato thing was like 40%. It's like, that's still not good for time you guys had since Justice League, to try, or since Batman vs. Superman. But, I mean, right, no Jesse Eisenberg. Or almost no Jesse Eisenberg. Huge improvement. No or Kevin Costner speech. <laughs> giant improvement um i thought every single thing was improved on this counter everyone shits on the villain i was like this is still way better than jesse eisenberg uh where on a scale from malekith to i guess the baron zemo on the mark um let's do malekith to uh, michael keaton in spider-man homecoming okay. where he's like the top um, I'd say he's right in the middle. I'd say You're I'd say insane. he hangs tough. I'd say he hangs tough once again. A huge improvement <laughs> over Jesse Eisenberg. Improvement, and he's about as good as most of those throwaway Marvel villains we've had. Yeah, where you're just like, who was the villain in Justice League? Who could it have been? Yeah. Was it just Superman? Did it, he fight evil Superman the whole movie? It no. looked like an alien Liam Neeson, honestly. It's a very strange thing. At first, I was like, oh, maybe that's not a helmet on top of his head. He just actually, his face is shaped like that. But then they take the helmet off at the very end. And yeah. I'm like, now I'm confused. They swing him around by the helmet at certain scenes. you think his head would have fallen out of it then. And what I'm sure they claimed they did like some CGI thing. I, he didn't look at all like Syrian Hines. Um, but the thing I kept seeing was that Mance Raider or Syrian Hine got a lot of tips from Liam Neeson on how to do the CGI thing after that alien or monster tree movie he did earlier this year. Man. It okay. looked a lot like Liam Neeson. <laughs> that's all I thought. It just looked like someone turned Liam Neeson in stern. Because <laughs> that's all he does is like run through like taking like battles of just beating people up. And Yeah, the moment a battle starts turning even remotely south, it's just a teleportation away. Huge boom, misstep. This boom tube. Yeah, a huge misstep was, and I don't believe it. Kind of unclear. Ported away by the boom tube, and I think a, a big loss should have. What they should have done is had Dark Side, like killing him from punishment for failing, 
and then set up people to be. You gave us a very few connections or references to Darkseid. Well, it's interesting because it's not... I guess maybe they did this specifically to avoid the Avengers comparison, but... Yeah, the movie doesn't end. At this point already, deal with it. Yeah, this is a spoiler. <laughs> this is like four weeks after the movie came yeah. out at this point. So February or something like that. And the people are like, it's already on DVD. Uh, but they didn't end with any kind of like post-credit scene implying Dark Side or anything like that. Instead, it ends oddly on an allusion to them building up a Legion of Doom with Deathstroke and Lex Luthor in it. Yeah. Which is not what I thought the next Justice League would be about. Also, can I just note, was it not a little ridiculous with, like, the poor makeup job they had to do to make Joe? It's, yeah. like, it's like Uncle Joe with the giant red hair. Like, no, this is natural. It's, it should just be, like, like a young Ron Perlman or whoever you can find that fits that build now. Or if you were going to have to go with Joe Mango, like, don't try to force the white hair and stuff uh-huh. on him. Like, just be like, no, nah, he's like a younger guy. This, this is Deathstroke, this prime. And he's fighting a Batman who's past his prime. Like, that yeah. could be an interesting story as opposed to, like, no, it's uh, Joe Maganella and his, like, old granny makeup. Yeah, that's not great. I mean, the post-credit... Well, I, I do like the, the Flash Superman race post-credit scene. That way, buddy. Flash is bad like an idiot. I don't... There's so many, like, weird choices that they, they did with characters, I thought. I thought most of them were... I thought this was the best Superman we've seen in a while. Yeah, they, well, they did a lot of things to help Superman towards the end. You can definitely tell when Jaws Whedon starts directing him because mm. you can see a lot more of those influences go yeah. in. Uh, Superman destroys the movie, though, because the moment he shows up, you're like, why do we need this Justice It's not League? even a fight they're anymore. Like, they're like, yeah. they're, they're, they're Steppenwolf together. At every, and then, at every single meeting, Steppenwolf achieves exactly what he wanted to and leaves. And then Superman shows up. With minimal losses of whatever (laughs) shitty minions he has. Parademons. Yeah. And then Superman shows up and immediately starts clown-shoeing this guy around. Just starts whooping him up and down while cracking jokes and being like, like holding in conversations with the rest of the league while he's doing it. Like, Flash, you're looking pretty good there, buddy. Oh, hold on a moment. Boom! Like, it's like Steppenwolf is just... Throwing, like, a warm blanket around Batman and, like, giving him a cup of soup. Like, you... That's okay. You, tried, you did great. You did all right this time. He's just like, well, my dick, my dick, my leg will still be hurting from last time. I'm like, oh, God. It's like an old Batman who's making jokes about his ineptitude. He brought a lot of expensive things out that didn't amount to much, but... He said something, because I, I had that built in, but, yeah, it was like, well, I mean, some of these look okay, but they're not very functional. <laughs> every time, like, super... Every time Batman shows up to a fight with a new gadget, it's like, that's going to be here for this about two minutes. This Nightcrawler thing is so slow. It's so slow, immediately gets taken over. <laughs> yeah. Like, immediately just gets, like... Mar- or no, Cyborg gets it for a little bit, doesn't he? Cyborg gets it for a little bit. But yeah, like, the aliens are immediately, like, prying him. You have all these expensive toys to take out two parademons, and then yeah. it gets destroyed. Aquaman just took out three. It makes sense why he's so desperate to bring Superman back. So he's like, oh, that's even a remote possibility to bring him back to life. <laughs> oh, my God. Which... They have to use one of the, uh, the, well, the end of Batman vs. Superman. It looked like it was already sort of going to happen anyway with the dirt scene. Yeah, I don't know what that was supposed to... Because even thinking about it back then, I was like, what that, what's that supposed to imply? I think I was meant to just audience is the idea of, like, Superman's not dead. You know, yeah. we'll come back. Just so people weren't going to be like, Superman's out of this franchise. I'm out of 5,000. Yeah. But I don't think it was anything that was supposed to hint towards a mother box. Yeah. 
Also, it's kind of fucked up. Like, yeah, well, we defend our boxes in the middle of our kingdom, surrounded by the heart of our armies, and humans were like, let's just bury it in the woods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a couple feet deep or something like that. No signs, no precautions that anybody could just come by. Like, a wolf could just dig this up. <laughs> no. I mean, who did that? Did they show the scene? Was it, it like an ancient king, or was yeah, it? Yeah, it just looks like a king of some, uh, you know, uh, unnamed place who's just like, that's deep enough. That's deep. Right. <laughs> I want to get home today. <laughs> Hey, the fish... Well, obviously it did. I mean, apparently. Well, I was trying to remember, yeah, he had, they only had one at that point. Mm-hmm. And that one, which explodes out of the Superman ship, lands on top of a cop car, and just none of the Justice League thinks about it no. until, like, Steppenwolf's like, ha, 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 I got it, the last one, ha, ha, and it disappears. That In his like... easiest triumph, a scene so simple. Oh, my God. You goobas didn't even remember to check for it. I have a very special set of skills. Kaboosh! <laughs> <laughs> Always mind your surroundings. Uh, they are fighting Superman. Yes, Who, but like which had does the Flash scene? Yeah, the look on Flash's face is kind of ridiculous during part of that. But it is so scary to see Superman just like immediately be almost as fast as Flash's. It would have been. I thought it'd been amazing if it cut right after you just see Superman's eye turn because it's just that. What is actual fight scene of like Batman Superman swinging at him too, and he's just nearly as quick as Flash? Yeah, it's it's a weird choice though to keep that scene going on that long with that like expression it's the problem with the justice league is uh, you get that very powerful superman it's there is no point to the rest of the league yeah <laughs> it really is like man why are you guys here oh just to stop superman if he ever goes crazy yeah i'm like but you can't <laughs> <laughs> you can't really we took a lot of bullshit in the last movie for batman to get one up on him and even that didn't work i certainly don't think this one over here is just like oh Something must be bleeding. Yeah, something's <laughs> definitely bleeding. <laughs> like, take that. That's not happening anymore. Yeah. And fucking... And Bruce Wayne waits until after Superman comes back to life to bail out his mom's uh, barn and house. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of that. We just like, we want to help him out a little bit? When she needed you the very most? <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> You know, kind of do his stuff. I was building this new crawler, <laughs> tum- tumbler crawler aquatic. Uh... <laughs> it makes me kind of sick lately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been a rough winter. <laughs> it's not... I was gonna head home, call it an early night, while <laughs> throw on some Golden Girls. I don't want. I mean, I love Golden Girls, but I don't know if I'm okay with the Batman universe where he loves Golden Girls. Yeah, he's not that old. Yeah, he can't be like. He can't be exactly me, right? I know I'm not Batman, so he can't be too much like me. Interesting that I thought he would. Yeah, Cyborg was a pleasant surprise. He looks chintzy at times. It's uh, very obvious you're looking at an almost completely CGI scene for a lot of him. That might be... Maybe this is just something with me that I don't notice bad CGI nearly as much as I should. Because his, his, uh, his CGI didn't bother me, and I never really noticed the CGI'd mustache. I didn't either. And maybe it's just, so maybe that's why, or, like, I'm not, like, trying to pinpoint yeah. it out, but it just never pulled me out of the experience. But, yeah, no, Cyborg was a, a pleasant surprise. I was really expecting him to be, like, a dour, boring yeah. weirdo. And that's almost what he felt like at the start. Yeah, with but his they, dad. Yeah. They kind of abruptly dropped that. Like, no real closure to it either. He sees his dad, and there's, like, no conversation between them, and then he just heads out and just, like, I guess that's solved. 
And then after that, he's just a lot more casual. Yeah. And the generation gap, and I, I didn't even notice he said Booyah. But I guess that was a big scene for some for Teen Titan fans. It would have been super sweet had Cyborg played any part in what then resulted in the Booyah, as opposed to just like, well, Steppenwolf's stupid hammer broke, and I guess that <laughs> controls the parademon, so they all just leapt on top of him and devoured him. And Cyborg was like, Booyah! <laughs> he clown-shoot the entire Justice League throughout this movie until Superman showed up. The Justice League asterisk next to it. <laughs> like littered skittered still has to tell people like well it's not really us i mean, I mean we're missing one crucial part it's queen we're, it's like we're mostly the justice league at yeah. this point uh aquaman who i assumed was just going to be a big thor ripoff actually has kind of his own little thing going um the scenes in atlantis don't look very good the water mark the amber heard character is already looking like a, a big <laughs> like weight on that movie yeah um it's a little tough too because you could you could definitely tell I think during the movie it's between the Aquaman who like shows up drops that one dude off grabs like a bottle of Jameson off the counter and just downs it while he dives into the ocean then the one that's in the, like in the later parts of the movie you're just like yeah let's go women are awesome I mean that's you know I just wanted to make that very by the clear. way throws the glass bottle into the ocean so litters in the ocean <laughs> yeah well it's also it's I guess an Aquaman that's not the king of the sea because he sounds like he. I didn't get that. Yeah, it I sounds did like see. he's ostracized from Atlantis, or that he stepped on the throne, or whatever. To I guess just help out this one isolated Icelandic village. Like, mm -hmm. what else is he doing in this time? That they've kept a secret. So for some reason, like one person wouldn't be shitty with a phone. The kids, he's just like dressing up like a Batman. Hey, oh, that's weird. He's just like, I'm not in the costume right now. I'm not in the costume. Stop doing. Mine's still a secret. Yeah. <laughs> Love of God. Which, uh, yeah, he Aquaman, which I guess Superman's identity isn't a secret now, or he's just never going to go back to the newspaper. Because that'd be kind of weird. Like, hey, I'm back. Yeah, what's up, everybody? <laughs> I'm back around the same time Clark Kent suddenly disappeared, or uh, Superman suddenly showed up. I think when Lawrence Fishburne was like, yeah, it's scheduling, I can't film anything for this. They're like, who gives a shit about the newspaper storyline? Oh, well, don't worry. We'll still squeeze in We've... one weird scene between Amy Adams and Clark Kent's mom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that... I don't even know what that was going for. It's like a weird scene that's brought up and not really like finished up upon. Mm -hmm. The long reference to referring to Amy Adams as the big guns. Yeah. I was like... And I know that it seems nitpicky to bring it up, but it does feel a little bit weird to me. Like, the movie starts off with, the, like, the kids filming Superman and just being like, what's so great about Earth? And, like, he smiles and, I guess, thinking the only thing that's great about Earth is Amy Adams. Mm-hmm. It seems, it just seems like one of those things that have been like, oh, humanity. Instead, it's just like, I cannot wait to just dive right back into that wet, sloppy 40-year-old veg. <laughs> that big old, <laughs> just tearing apart the meat curtains like a Superman. That attractive. That teeth. That attractive, but let's face it, I'm slumming it. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm going to get some of that. Yeah. Um, My white side piece. Wonder Woman was great. Uh, I, I loved, like, her first scene is awesome, just to see her back. And kicking the shit out of Roose Bolton. Thank God. Like, <laughs> Dad's like, I, I was promised this thing they know Game of Thrones stock. None! But you, I guess you didn't pick it up that that was that actor when you saw it. No, I was very much in like a place of like, okay, going through the scene. Mm -hmm. But it's great. And just him, for some reason, taking that like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to like machine gun spray across these hostages to see if I hit any. And she comes in to waste no time. Suddenly develop the superpower of flash speed 
that she never displays again in the movie. Uh, she's always been quicker than people. I don't know if that's Flash. Looks like Flash beat. To be, she, he just, like, down the row machine gun fires, and she blocks every one of those bullets. With, I'm sorry, a couple of those kids couldn't have eaten it for Christopher's amusement. <laughs> just, so, just so I'm just like, fuck! <laughs> Everyone in the Justice League has super speed. Why do we even have Flash? He doesn't know which way is east or west. He trips over himself, like, three different times. Yeah. Well, it's almost the whole Justice League. <laughs> Once again, it's like, why are any of these people? I guess Wonder Woman, because she gives it, like, more of a compassion and let's think about it. I love that scene, and then, you know, and obviously the Batman animated reference with the Danny Elfman. Do you enjoy the shots of Wonder Woman's butt? You know what? I would not say they were gratuitous, with, like, maybe a half an inch above where his cock starts the entire fight. <laughs> I thought it was just as kind of objectifying to men. With that, that see, I mean, do you know that it's like the, when he first comes back to death, for some reason they put him in like a, I'm sure they buried him in a suit, but for some reason put him in like a pair of like flimsy silk pajama pants and shirtless. Uh, I didn't notice that one as much, no. And for yeah. a second, or just rage filled. I mean, it's, you know, it's it's a beefcake show. That's all, that's all that it's is. It's a big hot cake show over there. I didn't see anything. I thought that. It, you know, at least it's both of them. Fine. Uh, <laughs> I think it'd be better if they didn't have several shots framed around Wonder Woman's butt, but that's stuff that looked like it happened mostly during the Zack Snyder portion of the, the movie, so mm -hmm. maybe that changes going forward. Although I have no idea who films the next one. No. They, like, it's still listed as Zack Snyder. They could always change that, but who knows. Oh, I hope so at this um, point. Oh, they did, like, I guess he wrote the scene with Flash and the bald dude at prison that when he was guy's face. I mean, that's fine. I didn't mind that one as much. It's mostly when he shows up to his actual dad. His dad's like, why don't you get a real job? He's like, I just don't have time for it. It's like, can you afford this, like, super secret base then? Yeah. It has, like, 17 televisions in it. This, and this, this huge Chicago loft. <laughs> yeah, that has a suit made out of NASA material. Where did you get that? Yeah. Who have you been robbing secretly? Yeah, and it's just like quietly, like, no, well, you know, he just works dead-end jobs with things like that as he's trying to get this police degree or something like that. And I'm just like, all right, look, I don't want to give the Flash TV show much credit, but they managed to handle this scenario much better. Just lift off of that. It's already been done. Eight speedster villains later, and you're yeah. in a series. Well, you one of hit them, syndication. All you had to do was just hand one of them Super Flash, one of them's actual Barry from the future, and then another one I think is just an alternate Barry from a different timeline. <laughs> done and done. What was his name in the movie? Was it Barry Allen? Or yes, the original Flash is supposed to be. But I'm we got a Green Lantern reference, so we could still very much so get a Green Lantern. I'd imagine we will. Oh yeah, we're certainly gonna do a Green Lantern movie at that point. I just oh. don't think they've decided on which one they're gonna do. Although not. Uh, no, it I, not. Don't, I don't think there's a chance it's gonna hit a billion, right? No, I think it's gonna do. It's gonna do okay. Maybe like eight hundred mil million after whatever, like rentals and everything. Yeah, let me see. Uh, let me try to pull it up on my phone for a moment here. While I do that. You tell me all of your thoughts regarding the scene of Flash falling into Wonder Woman's tits. It was quick and it was over. It just stands out as such an odd scene to me. But Flash wasn't even as bad as I thought he was. Expectation like he's going to be the Jesse Eisenberg of this movie. Where it's just going to be nothing but terrible. I think just about every scene from him in the trailers. Every long scene, yeah. yeah anything like, more than him, him and his dad are the, would be the only one you didn't see. Ooh, wow, yeah, it's at $633 million worldwide. And it's been out for three weeks? Yeah. 
So it's certainly in theater. You know, it might do fine on DVD and, and rental and all that. Yeah, but that's not anywhere near, I imagine, what they expected it to get. So, I mean, at this point, you have an Aquaman movie, which is definitely... Uh, another Wonder Woman movie is absolutely going to happen. I'm sure another Suicide Squad movie will happen for God knows what reason. Well, that's the thing, is that even though they managed to get, like, criticism on their, their other movies, they were all still financial successes. Mm-hmm. But now, I don't know if it's maybe that's found that, <laughs> that that rooster has come home. It has come back to him later on in the game. And maybe. they're just like, ooh, wait, so that's not working, so I don't know. I don't... Wait, we actually tried a little harder with this movie, <laughs> considering our director's son died halfway into it. Daughter. Daughter. Work for that. <laughs> It's not going to carry in your lame. Get back to this villain. Give him a side story. <laughs> Give him a, a plot. A personality, even. As opposed to winning a giant hammer. Or axe. Whatever it was. Uh, yeah. I don't know if... Because the fucking thing they keep, they keep doing with this DC Extended Universe shit is they keep announcing movies. And, like, you can't tell what's actually getting follow-ups. Yeah, the Aquaman movie's already filming. The Wonder Woman movie is in, like, pre-production. I don't think they've started anything on. And then, I don't know if they're going to bother with a Gotham, or a Suicide Squad 2, or if they're going to do a Gotham City Sirens, or what's mm. going on. Because I've heard yeah. they don't want to do, they want to do a new Joker. So obviously you can't just do... Oh yeah, isn't, like, Martin Scorsese attached to that or something ridiculous? Like... <laughs> That's what they're trying to say. I can't. So there's a lot of stuff. I'm like, I can't buy into this. I heard there was one point where they were trying to be like Leonardo DiCaprio will play the Joker. I'm like, can we stop doing? Can we not put like good actors into this? <laughs> like, like giant mega stars, you're not gonna be able to hammer down for more than a movie. Yeah, or just even that notion of just like, well, the only person you could possibly play the Joker is just really immerse themselves in that role. It's like, mm-hmm. Can we stop trying to oversell the Joker character on this? What made the Dark Knight version of him great was that we got like a completely like out-of-nowhere great performance from Heath Ledger. Yeah. Nobody expect that to be great, but... Then you, then you build it up too much and you get fucking Jared. I shipped condoms full of used, like, puffs and poop to my co-workers because that's what the Joker would do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm really getting into character. I'm going to be shitty afterwards about it, too. Yeah. On all the DC movies that have come out. Is this the best one for you? Uh, it might be Wonder Woman... Um, movies that came out this year of like the superhero ones I'm gonna put it uh, last is definitely Guardians of the Galaxy 2 I thought that was very okay um, and I'm gonna but it's not it's definitely not as good as Logan Logan would be number one and then I don't think it's as good as Spider-Man Homecoming but it, it's up there for me Jesus that's uh, and you're like oh, oh it's blo- it's below all those for sure oh yeah it's it, I didn't see Wonder Woman and I'm not going to at this point I'm done with the DC movies at this point of like giving them a shot and I hear Wonder Woman's fantastic but I keep hearing that in every fucking movie I'm not buying into it anymore I'm I not, think you're just gonna become so I'd be a shitty person this wasn't the Godfather <laughs> yeah I'd just be like the gods of Themyscira what losers they don't even look like period accurate like Themyscira was in a place like not even period accurate <laughs> not all of them are hot they're not all supposed to be hot uh, i mean most of them are but. <laughs> uh yeah but that's a shock to me but hey you you do you enjoy it eight noses out of ten <laughs> on the mikey scale yes fair enough 
So is that, I guess that's the last, oh, well, Star Wars. You just saw Star Wars. Yeah. We can save, like, an in-depth one for when you actually see it. I like, I loved parts of it, and, um, but unfortunately there's big chunks of this movie that just are needlessly convoluted and long, and uh, it, a lot of it's jokey, which at times works, but there's quite a few very serious moments in this movie, which I think should have just had more time to breathe. And not had like some crappy one-liner thrown in there. Mm-hmm. Um, missed opportunities all, all around. Missed opportunities. The movie. I think they got a little too high off their own shit because this is definitely a, a big step down from um, Force Awakens. And it, it I'll wait it, to hold a final judgment. You almost have to wait till you see the third part to see if maybe it fits in to there. As of right now, I, I thought it was kind of underwhelming. But the Luke and Ray stuff is, for the most part, well, very well done. So that's their A plot. Your B plot's just utter garbage for almost <laughs> the entire time. And it's quite time-consuming. <laughs> now, what qualifies as a cat? I've seen two creatures in the trailers. There's the crystal fox and the porks. Are those both cats to you? No, not the pork. Okay. The crystal cat is, yeah. The crystal foxes. It's a cat. <laughs> All right. Uh, what's, what's a cat to you, then? And then the other cat is this, like, the part of the B-plot is they go to this, it's like a 30-minute side plot they need from this casino planet where, you know, they also have, it's basically, like, they're very, very rich and just a bunch of poor people that are forced to work for them to keep up this kind of, like, Vegas in the space. And there's a racing track that have just gigantic cats with human eyes, which are really bizarre. They're like kind of the Avatar eyes on just gigantic cats. So they look like the the Avatar characters, just like made into almost horse-like creatures. Cat-like steer, giant steer, kind of. And their ears kind of look like horns, but they they flop. So um, yeah, it's more cats. It's more fucking cats. It's and those are very work. plot relevant. And the crystal cats thing is stupid because they're shutting down the base to like stop an attack from coming in. But they're like, no, all the crystal cats can come in. Like, why are you just letting these cats in this base? They don't seem to serve any purpose. Because they're wildlife. You gotta let them in. Can't be monsters. The first order's what not makes here you to any kill. Better than the first order. Then at that point, the first order's not here to kill the cats. The crystal foxes out there to freeze to death. The cat. They're not. They're not going <laughs> to freeze to death. They're made of ice. <laughs> The cats are probably far safer running away from us because the First Order's not here for the cats. They're here for us. <laughs> General Hawk's like, Ooh, I must have these cats. Start with the felines. I want a mink coat of them. They'll feel my fury. That character is just dog shit in this movie, by the way. Hopefully <laughs> he's even left to live. Constantly. Constantly. Like, excuse, like, never again. Like, in the real Star Wars, they choked generals out and killed them on the spot. And this one, they embarrass him in front of his men, but don't kill him. <laughs> Which is like, why, if you're going to embarrass him in front of his men, kill him? Because they, they're never going to have the respect for him again. I guess I can see that. I, I've I've heard very mixed things on the movie. And that's what kind of is leaving it so curious to me at this point. Because I've heard people like yourself who are just like, it's okay. And I've heard some people are like, it's maybe the greatest Star Wars movie ever made. And that's like such an emotionally satisfying journey all the way through and all these things. I don't know where it's supposed to land. It's really a curious thing to see out of most people. <coughs> yeah, <coughs> and the only, the only hope I had was like, <coughs> please get Luke and Ray right. 
please don't fuck that up. So they nail her. They don't. They don't mess with that character at all. No, she just wow. She's never sexified really at all. There's not like a scene of her getting out of the tub just for. No, like, I wasn't worried about that. That been a really <laughs> weird change from the first movie. Yeah. There was none of that in the second scene. Like the second movie, it like starts in a shot of her like pulling up stockings or something like that. It'd be weird. Yeah, she gets. You know, she does. It's a great. It's a good dynamic. I think um, Luke Skywalker's character, who you know, not really a spoiler, is kind of like a grizzled guy that's been trying to turn away from the Force, or you know, just a. He wants the Jedi just to end because you know his idea is well the Jedi almost always ends up leading to these bad guys the Sith which is a term they never use in the movie but um, and he just wants to walk away but he still does quite a few quips throughout this like plot as this sad guy and there and he gets his milk from some alien that just looks like a really fat gross dude on the beach that he milks and like just drinks like, hey, it. That looks- <laughs> drinks it right out of the other drinks it like milks it into a cup and basically just drinks it hey Luke another, <laughs> another drink there buddy alright don't you be a stranger now yeah I feel like you're gonna see it it looks like that looks like a really fat version of Mikey with a really long neck <laughs> it's just a nose with udders it's he's got like, a big nose Mikey were you in Star Wars and he almost kind of looks at Luke <laughs> on the side of your body on the beach letting Luke milk you for milk. He doesn't talk, thank God, but he almost kind of gives looks like, uh-huh. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Kitchen's open. Ding, 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 ding. This shows up the next time it's wearing negligee. It's like a little negligee baby doll over its nose, like, And it's positioned, like, the thing's got almost like a human physique to it, so it, like, sits down. And the, so the udders balls would be kind of so it is a very weird scene. <laughs> You're very distracted. Scotch, we get it's a hot movie. God damn it, Daddies, you didn't give it a chance. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll continue. I, I have not seen it yet. Uh, it's worth seeing in theaters from a cultural uh, standpoint, and it is kind of cool just to get the. That was the first time I've been in that theater in a very long time where it was like fully staffed and there were usually you go there there's like one person or two people at the register like a just completely useless gimp at the ticket taking thing very dismissive <laughs> it's usually just an old man this worthless blight on society but grabbing some, my tickets. some cripple <laughs> and then like maybe one person at like one of the concession stands and this one, it was like five people behind each concession stand, like a young, able-bodied person taking the ticket. Like someone that could actually stop me if I'm like, I'm not paying for shit. Said that old, that senile, crazy old bat that usually have. That I'd have to push to the floor, like swatting, like out of my way. <laughs> no time. Like Amer- just not even like breaking stride as you just, sh- as you just mush his face into a wall. America's greatest generation, quotation marks. <laughs> as he has his like Vietnam hat on, you're just like out of my way. I just shove his purple heart right up my ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you can have it at the end of the movie. <laughs> I'm taking these raisinets. Try to stop me. I don't want it. I'm going to throw it dismissively at your face anyway, so. <laughs> oh! It's like a bunch of people around. Um, I did feel I walked out of that theater immediately. As soon as, like, the, you know, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Oh, so you missed the extra secret scene where it turns out that all the Jedi are alive again. <gasps> <laughs> and it, it's always baffled me like people clapping in the movie theaters like that it's not unless you know it's like a premiere and maybe the actors or somebody's there like i never got it 
Unless it's just some uncontrollable thing that you can't stop. Like, that's just how happy you are with it. But the, like, but this is a, in respect to the theater or the, <laughs> the movie. The movie. Uh, I can maybe understand. Like, here's the thing. I, I guess maybe it's just that level of, like, how much it changes based on the premise of the movie. Because I remember Frank saying a million dollar baby came out he remember giving like the theater giving it a round of applause at the end i was like maybe i can understand for like a movie that's got like a statement to make on culture or something or like that, that completely changed like two-thirds of the way into yeah, it i mean the movie that was like suddenly not about this sweet boxing, boxing yeah. <laughs> it's just about euthanasia or something like that in a fight somehow she lost i don't know how that was like an instant disqualification not only that she fell into a foreign object, but that she got punched after the bell. In her back, in the back of her fucking head. And that other woman still won the fight? That's ridiculous. <laughs> There's no fucking, like, boxing league on the planet that should be allowing that. Yeah. They're like, well, look, I mean, how do we have this chick continue on? It was on TV, for fuck's sake. How did you get away with that? Like, how is that woman not in jail? How is there not like, the, the plot line of the world of, like, the Million Dollar Baby where everyone's just outraged at this boxing commission that allowed this to happen? That should be did... the sequel. I'd want to see that sequel just to see the lynchings of, like, boxing officials after that. Yeah, it is absurd. You, uh, confer- you declare a champion emeritus, which is just an honor at that point because she's in a coma and she's never coming back. She's but never it's like, hey, Toots, you ever get back again, you know, pending a couple medical reviews, we'll give you the number one title shot. <laughs> Dismissive hate Toots at the beginning too. Hey, hey there, cans. If you ever get out of this coma, we'll make sure to give you a title match. Hey there, stems. If you ever get your shit together and come back with two legs, we're definitely going to let you fight again. Hey, I know, uh, look, you may not have all your stuff together, but if you don't work here, we may get you a gig in a foxy boxing league, at least. Yeah, you shake off all those maggots that are eating your lower leg, then you're back in. Revenge fighting, and you and see, like, the beat and Wolf's ass. After the amputation, like, it's gonna be a little harder now, I'm not gonna lie. It's gonna be tough, but I, you know, I bet you could petition and get it going with, like, a spring on, like, maybe somewhat beneficial, but not really. Like, yeah. Maybe, like, uh, Tony Stark comes in and builds her, like, a regular leg, but it's not, like, cheating because he didn't put too many tricks in it. But just a little to get her an edge because clearly this chick cheats. Or they make her just come back with, like, a peg leg. And, like, that's the rule. Like, well, that's all you're allowed to come back rules that we wrote. <laughs> yeah. <And> then <laughs> we just go off it from there. And you know what? The heart of and the champion wins. And she still wins. wins. Kaboom. Yeah. <laughs> she just de- destroys her. Like, every time she tries, like, she tries to take a cheap shot, but, like, everyone's like, that's clearly cheating. Clearly cheating. Everyone's like... Doesn't like, matter. She managed to overcome it. Why didn't somebody just be like, yes, this movie can exist and be a poignant movie that it is. And it is an excellent movie. But why can't we also make the movie where she does come back and win? Because <laughs> that's what make, we all wanted to see. Can we make two movies? Look, when you make one of these big artistic movies, can we make two of them? One that ends on its optimistic, like, artistic point, and then one that just ends in a way for me. The goo doesn't care about the logic implications of things. It just wants to see a sweet box ending. Yeah, we let them ruin Apocalypse Now by putting in 40 minutes of garbage. Can't we make, like, a real good version of this? Exactly. I watched Dallas Buyers Club and it ends with Matthew McConaughey. Maybe, like, there's one version that ends normally and then one version that ends with them finding a cure and, like, buffing up and then, like, he becomes, like, a detective or something. The way, Have you ever... I don't know if you ever saw the... Not Poltergeist. Exorcist. It was one that came out in, like, the mid-2000s. Oh. That's not the Emily Rose one, was it? No, it's the one with the Irish guy that... Uh, no, with uh, Skarsgård, the professor that, Scars, I don't know them anymore. I know which I know who you're talking the about. Older I couldn't one. I couldn't tell you. The dad, yeah. Whatever like, the there's dad. There's like Bill, Peter, Alexander. I forget too. It's the dad, whichever one that is. There's two different both of them he's like the priest trying to ward off 
you know they're like prequels to the exorcist so it's not the main check it's you know other cases of him fighting it and there's like one that they released in theaters and then one the director's like i just filmed a bunch of fucked up shit for this movie too so this is gonna be like the redux that's way darker pretty dark the first one still had like antelope eating lions like (laughs) like don't worry, we've got more crazy shit we can throw at you. We've got ludicrous shit around the corner. And that's what we just want every movie to be. Like, there is an end, like, there's an alternate version of Toy Story 3 where they do all get in the furnace, and the end of the movie is just Lotso drinking his, like, misery away. But still laughing to himself every couple nights about, like, <laughs> oh, they all thought I was going to save them. <laughs> oh, like, still taped to the grill, like, he ended up there. And Determined. He never, yeah. gets a, he never gets a happy ending. Yeah, it was the eye. It was lost. It was, like, that was going to happen regardless. You wouldn't get shot in the eye. But that's the same ending either take... way, because doesn't he always, he doesn't know the toys live, right? Uh, I don't know if he does. He just runs away. I don't know if he cares, so. Uh, yeah, well, I imagine he laughs to himself about it a lot. <laughs> He's like, oh, they really thought I'd save him. Ha 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 Oh, stupid toys going into the furnace. I bet that slinky dog goes first. Well, the first half of him, the other half follows in a couple minutes later. Aye. But this one, Lotso gets, like, picked up by, like, some, like, truck stop convenience store owner. It just throws them on the shelf for people to buy, and like some big fat trucker comes in, like nah, I'm gonna enjoy. F- I was about to say it's a very. And you see, like the eyes go sideways, like oh no, this is not what I hoped. Oh no, <laughs> uh, I was gonna say it's a very undisney like property, but I think it's very already very undisney like when all the toys die in a fire. <laughs> oh no, and that's the end of the movie, by the way. It's not like. A- I mean, we'll throw on You Got a Friend and Me behind the credits. <laughs> or you can watch Lotso get fucked in the mouth and ass fight. So wait, hold on. Which part what? happens first? Because chronologically, all the toys have died in the fire. For yeah. Them. But we just don't cut back to that until after Lotso gets purchased by this book guy. No, who, that died. Out loud announces to the toy he's about to fuck, I'm going to cut a hole in your butt and just fuck you nonstop. No, no, no. No, no, no. You see all the toys die. Okay. And then it's like five minutes of Lotso walking around laughing, like thinking the future. <laughs> and then like the Indian guy just finds him. I don't know. Well, he's Indian. All right. Picks him up, throws him on the shelf, trucker buys him. And then you get like two minutes of him just getting fucked like every hole he has. just getting. And then it goes into like, you got a friend in me. Uh, man, yeah, uh, that's a pretty, uh, it's quite the movie. I'm not saying it erases the original Toy Story 3. Yeah, I'm I just want, saying you got this I as like... <laughs> like we are, there's always a supplementary, like, fucked up sequel to everything. Or yeah. like the ultimate movie version. Just for like, hey, you know what? Movies should be for everybody. Maybe this one didn't live up to all your expectations. Like, <laughs> there's like a Schindler's List remake one, or it's like the regular ending, but then you get Wait, one Wait, did it save more Jews or less Jews? I feel like it's going to be less Jews in I your version. Like, yeah, the, the version where he's like... Save two? And to three Jews around, and they're save. all like teenage girls that he's fucked as well. <laughs> and it still, still ends with a bunch of Jews And still takes off like, good luck! <laughs> still ends with a bunch in of Jews. In a car made of gold. <laughs> Still ends a bunch of Jews playing a stone around his it's grave stone. Honestly, <laughs> rocket. Good park. luck, fuckos. <laughs> if only I could have saved less. I have syphilis, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Beady dogs. Yeah, all these movies. Beat it all. Uh, how did we get here? Oh, clapping in movie theaters. Yeah. <laughs>
So yeah, Frank said they have it. So I can understand maybe, I guess, for a movie that's got like a lot of like emotional... Obviously a play, I get it, but... It, it does make less sense. We're just like, who's there to appreciate it? Just each other? Like, we're all like saying it to each other. Like, yeah. what a great movie. Like If it's something uncontrollable, fine. I get it, then. I, I don't know if I've ever seen a movie that like I couldn't prevent myself. What would make you even... I almost to wanted to at Logan. Because it's like, wow, you, you gave me this story that on paper I never thought was going to work. Like a super depressing Wolverine movie, but... Fuck, this was great. But said, I still didn't. You said two days later after you finished I Really uncomfortable lunch at Red Robin of just this like, huh. Hmm. It's so tough. It was such a weird movie to digest. Where you're just like, oh, did I enjoy this? And neither or do I have anything left to cry. And neither drink after that movie. <laughs> well, that's what alcoholism is, Mike. Is it? I mean <laughs> what what else is that heavy? You finished the movie, like I need a drink. After something that heavy, I don't know what you're like. Oh, that's an area. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I try to think if I've clapped at the end of a movie since I was like a younger kid or something. Yeah. Like that. Oh, I'm sure after like Lion King or something, I was like, "Yay, bravo!" More, more, mama. Where's all the cock? <laughs> that was a mom was just like, mm-hmm, "I got one." Finally, the youngest one's pretty fruity too. And Terry's kind of... <laughs> Terry's a little butchy. If you Not going to date a black chick, definitely. That was the hope, but I don't think that's happening. I could still dream, though. Uh, so, yeah, Star Wars, you're saying, is a, a tepid review of go see it in theaters, at least for the cultural significance. I mean, it still, it still looks cool. Uh, yes. That's pretty exciting, though. There's some. Um, one of the biggest bummers is like the first five minutes they tread out this thing called a dreadnought which is just this giant tank basically like an airline cruiser or an aircraft carrier of spaceships Mm -hmm. but it's way huger than all the deaths the star destroyers and it of course gets blown up before it does anything really well the first order sucks (laughs) I'll say it Maybe stop building these giant ships. It seems to be it's really working against you here. It does them no good in this movie. I'll tell you that. I got this story. So I was uh, on the flight back from uh, England. It was, uh, it worked out that uh, I was sitting all the way in the back and, you know, like on the super discount kayak airline ticket I bought, I got a window seat in the back and the, no, an empty seat next to me. Wow. Yeah, you it was heavy. It was heavy. Because I, I had a shitty aisle seat on the way there. I really got oh, a really shitty aisle sheet? <laughs> okay, it sounds awful. Having leg room to one side you can take advantage of. But the, it's just people passing by and knocking into it constantly, too. Yeah, I know. You can't get any sleep doing that. Mm-hmm. So much easier. When you're Tall and <laughs> handicapped. You and your average height. Get off my back. But, um, yeah, so I had an empty seat. I was just kind of staring out the window. This might go into a, a bit, but the gayest thing ever as we were taking off, this is after like three hours of just hanging out in the Dublin airport. Okay. Uh, drinking free samples of whiskey. <laughs> and uh, I was like, goodbye, Ireland, as I took off. What? Yeah. You said that? Almost I- uncontrollably. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I did. Because I was thinking like, what if... <laughs> 
You're just gonna write down the title of the episode now. Goodbye. Goodbye. I know, and I felt like a complete bag of dicks as soon as I said it. As soon as I said it. Is there someone in the seats in front of you just like, did you say goodbye, Arlo, to nobody at all? There's someone sitting next to him. Is there? I felt like a giant douche as soon as I said it. Like whimsy looking out the aisle, and you were just like, bye. But in my head, like, what? I don't know what the future holds. What if this was like the closest I got to being in Ireland? Technically, I was in Ireland for four hours. If I died there in the airport, when you say I died in Ireland, I mean, yeah, it's legally Ireland. So yeah. yeah. Which is kind of like seeing Ireland. I mean, it's a possibility. It's possible. It's a weird thing to that. Look, I'm just saying, you could have turned to that window and there was like one of those stick on dildos on the window and you could have started filleting that and that would have been a less gay thing to have done really? that window <laughs> than just whisper out goodbye Ireland to nobody it's fine for you to like mentally make that sentiment no but to have said it out loud to nobody is so weird it was involuntary it, like honestly i did if i'd have known i was going to do it i'd have stopped it and it's, just said it in my head yeah like it would just been like almost like, like the applause we were talking about i was like i literally didn't intend to do that but i'm just like it wasn't even like you had a religious experience you were in the airport for what a couple hours uh three or four three, a while four hours. yeah yeah i mean it wasn't like you, you got down there and you met poppy's family and they all like gathered around boy it's mikey here let's have, share some drinks with him there boy and like on your way out but i had the window seat i could actually see ireland instead of like the bullshit seat i had before i was like <laughs> goodbye that's absurd i mean look i get the sentiment completely and it's something that I think maybe just keep a more positive attitude towards, like save up. Like, I'm going to make it to Ireland. That's yeah. my focus. But the, the actual application to be like out the window, be like, goodbye, Ireland. Oh, yeah, like, like Fifle Mouskowitz <laughs> from American <laughs> Tale. Like, somewhere <laughs> There's no cats in America. I get to America, and of course, it's just fucking loaded with cats. Cats of Star Wars. The cat's you. the mayor of the town, but he's disguised as a rat. Like, God damn it, this whole trip's been a bummer. <laughs> I miss you, Ireland. <laughs> Looking off into the ocean. Like, I can still see it really hard. My homeland. Like, I think every day, like, you wake up, you have a picture of Ireland, like, framed on your room, like, goodbye, Ireland. <laughs> like, writing your fingers down it. Melisandre from Game of Thrones, like, I have to go back to my homeland once before I die. You know that. <laughs> Burger King Whopper at uh, 9 a.m. with a beer. <laughs> I'm so happy. I've never been happier. No, I'm... But I'm sorry, that wasn't even the whole story. <laughs> that might as well. I don't know what could top that. Hold on. So I'm sitting in my seat and uh, staring out the window and apparently saying goodbye. <laughs> Being a big homo about it. And just like daydreaming. Queefy, saying creepy things out the window. I took a couple of uh, sleep tranquilizers too beforehand to try and... Uh, no, but whiskey on top of that. <laughs> to try and sleep. To not much avail. But anyway... I wasn't even paying attention. Apparently, I was picking my nose. And this woman across the plane, there's no one in the middle seats either, so she has a perfect view of me. And I look over, it's like some woman in her 50s and her husband sitting there. And she's just talking to him, and she's real loud, like, he's picking his nose. I just catch a glimpse of him. I don't stare. I look back at the window then once I figure <laughs> out. Just like, once I assess the situation. <laughs> And the husband's just like, just, that's whatever. It just happens. Just yeah. calm down. I just, and she just kept going like, that's disgusting. He's picking his nose. So I start like, 
teasing it like with the booger on the end of my finger like circling around my mouth like oh, oh. <laughs> that, that you've now like you've made your Lex Luthor out of this flight on the way back <laughs> and she starts like screaming like he's gonna eat it he's gonna eat it how's <laughs> the stewardess over and I can't hear I can hear her just being like he's picking his nose he's gonna eat it it's disgusting oh my god I can't hear it like the stewardess is speaking much more like calmly and uh, at this point, I assume the stewardess has already had issues with her. I can't hear the stewardess's version, but I'm assuming it's the same. Well, calm down. <laughs> if we can't stop him from doing it, that's what he wants to do. And uh, that was the end of it, as far as me picking my nose. I think I did, like, I did the the hand flick, like, hold out. I like that you were so drunk and like phased out that you were just going to town on your nose long enough for this one. Like, yeah! And had no embarrassment then, about it to be like, oh, what shame. And then immediately we're just like, time to really just give this woman one for. Well, that's crazy to be like screaming about it. I'm standing two feet above you picking my nose. I'm on the other side of the airplane. It is gross. But there's still no call for shouting across. Like I'm sharpening a knife or something. Like, shink, shink. Was there like a follow? Like, did she like, she start harassing you for everything? Like, he's opening peanuts up with his mouth. No, no, she called the stewardess over to harass her several more times throughout the flight, but not about that. It was mainly about like, why can't I have my window open? Can't have a what? Like they made us, or they, why can't I have my window closed? Because they made you open them for like takeoff and landing. Oh. And like why she couldn't sit in an empty seat or something that wasn't her assigned seat. And just a bunch of like crazy, like she, so I feel kind of vindicated at the end. <laughs> like the stewardess every time she walks by is like, Jackson some pants? No, I'll place it on your desk for you. I don't want anywhere near your hands right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, please tell me it was like a super hot Irish chick too. It was just like, no, no there, boy, I won't be there. There were a couple of okay ones. I was really hoping for some like hot, or at least like one or two hot <laughs> Irish lasses, but for the most part, it was a lot of like older ladies. Like, hello, I'm your mother. <laughs> As you get off the plane, you just grab her by the hand in Ireland. She's like, okay then. All right. Well, we didn't give you your meal because we saw you ate quite a bit earlier in the yeah. flight. Seems you already had quite a full meal. It seems like you're you're producing your own dinner. <laughs> you're digging for gold while you're there. Well, you got plenty to take home then. Not going to put any money in the Unisuff basket after all that gold you were demining. I'm a sprag my daughter. Goodbye. Get on my plane. There was, uh, at the end of the first flight, the first flight on, because uh, it's weird, uh, my girlfriend Christy and I went to the same, it was uh, her friend's wedding over there, and we just bought the flight tickets a couple days apart, and her, her mine was Air Ireland, but on the way there, as the flight's ending, this, uh, like, mandatory ad comes on the TV, they're like, I'd like to take a second to tell you about UNICEF and all the wonderful work we do with them, and... You know, while you're here, if you'd like to make a donation, you can put it in this bag that's in the front of your compartment. And, you to, and it's just like, get me off this goddamn plane. I just want to get off this plane. There is, I don't generally get anxious on a lot of things, especially when it comes to it, but there is that feeling that our plane, and it just lands, and you're sitting in the seat waiting for people to go. I start feeling crazy anxious. And you bought the cheap tickets, so you know you're near the rear, and you're going to be one of the last ones getting off. Yeah, or at least you just have to wait for it. It's just that there's something about that wait. Everyone's standing up, because like most people are either going to a connecting flight or something like that, so they have to, they're like, look, I don't even, like, I hate being a dick, but I, I'm going to have to skip over three rows worth of people with, like, improper order of getting out, because I have to catch this next flight or whatever. Yeah. But 
Like, it's just, I don't know, there's something about that moment where I just fucking, I start feeling really, like, not, like, claustrophobic. I'm not, like, panicking in the seat, but I just hate that moment so much. Like, if you told me, like, you could not have that moment, but instead you had to get, like, three shots right in the penis. I'm like, yeah, let's do that instead. Yeah. Because that, that moment's just horrendous. I get the, yeah, I get something very similar. It's not like, I don't think I'd go into, like, a panic attack or anything no. if I had to stay on, but it is, like, get me off this plane it's as soon as possible. I hate every second of it. That's the moment where I'm like, like there's nothing wait there's nothing worse than that like layover where it's like hey they're backed up on you know planes coming in so we're just gonna oh, sit on the runway for forty minutes that's brutal yeah. I, I I had one of those I think the last time I visited not the previous time I visited Adam but the first time I think on the flight back there was a moment where we had to sit on the tarmac for like twenty to thirty minutes before then they start laying people out. It's a moment I just hate. Like, I get skeeved out. I start thinking about the air. Like, I'm breathing just like this gross air pulling the air. Like, let's get out of here. Yeah, it just makes me uncomfortable. Because it's just that they, you're just crammed, stuffed around people and things like that. You're just like, we're just sitting here. There's nothing else. Like, can I get out and just walk there? They're like, yeah. you're not, you, the plane's not on level with the ground, sir. <laughs> if you open the door, they're not just going to, you can't just jump to the bottom. Yeah, exactly. Not break your legs or something. But um, anyway, it's this like woman from the airline talking on this video, I'm like, and you know, if you like, there's a bag in the front, and if you'd like to leave something in there, that'd be greatly appreciated. I'm like, you can go fuck right off. I'm getting off this plane, and then uh, but it goes right into like, hi, I'm Liam Neeson, oh, and I'm an ambassador really? for UNICEF and Children's Services. <laughs> Please, if you could leave a few dollars, that'd be greatly appreciated. Michael. I'm just going to, it's the most common name, really. But I'm just going to say, Michael, if you could leave a little bit, it helps. Me. And I just made it rain in that oh, little bag. Oh, really? They're <laughs> just like, could you let Mr. Neeson know that I left a couple dollars here? They're like, yeah, sure, they're wet. Next time picker. I see him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, then I know the nose picker left a couple books, left two dollars and a Burger King coupon in the... <laughs> There's a hat for it. That's your version of making it rain. <laughs> You're like, hey, I was going to use that two for six for sandwich coupon. I was going to use that. You can't possibly be hungry after the smorgasbord you treated yourself after to. After the buffet you gave yourself. After that poor woman we had to drag out in a straitjacket like that Twilight Zone episode. He's banging his nose <laughs> on the wing of the plane. He's doing it. He's still banging it. No, madam, I assure you his nose is much closer than you think. I know from that just a distance it looks like the Death Star, but... <laughs> I assure you it's not a panicking coming closer towards you. <laughs> It's just like the eyes on the painting. No, it we don't. closer wherever you want. No, we're not selling tickets to flamingos. I assure you he's a man. <laughs> so it wasn't earned. I put five bucks. That was <laughs> five American. I too. love how much this. Here's my five American. Enjoy that conversion. That's $3.40 I left you in pounds. I love that this trip to Ireland really exposed so much of you. Just like, all it took was Liam Neeson to get you to start donating to an Irish charity and you're whispering sweet nothings out the window to an airport. Yeah, I didn't think I was such like a whore for Ireland, but I guess I am. I thought I'd left that behind in high school. You're like, man, what a respectful guy I am. Who's grown as an adult? Like, I don't consider myself truly Irish. We're several generations of movies yeah. at this point. But then, like, you get to Ireland and you, like, show up with a top hat on. And you're just like, oh, hello there, boys. Oh, it's good to be back in my native lands. <laughs> the Dublin airport. I'd like a kiss, please. <laughs> hey there, Boyle. Give me the Whopper with extra cheese. <laughs> the rodeo burger, if you don't mind. 
<laughs> if I could be a boulder. I'm using the American secret Burger King menu. <laughs> He's just like... The rodeo burger with extra onion rings. Onion <laughs> chips. <laughs> the like the real thing. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I didn't know it would do it. Apparently I need to go to Ireland at least once. Yeah. <laughs> They can't, get this, that can't be my Ireland story. At least to get this sweet gayness out of you. <laughs> like, my grandkids are like, why is our last name Olarius? We looked that up. There's no history of that name ever existing even once for even a second. Yeah, and certainly not in our family. Like, everyone <laughs> else are just Larioses. <laughs> no, long ago. I <laughs> long ago. I my feet touched, my boots touched the ground of Ireland and I was home. I so. left some boogers in a plane and gave them a dollar eighty for UNICEF. <laughs> Because Mr. Neeson told me to. It's gone worse, so I have to use the real number, don't you know, child? <laughs> it is tough to do an Irish accent without just becoming like a like a Canadian. I shifted to Jamaican and Canadian, yeah. Yeah, I was hitting the moment where I'm just like, I was like just a Milwaukee accent after a while. This is going to become like ho-de-do, ho-de-do after a second. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and then we had to release it as bonus content because it was too racist for the record. Yeah, I'm like, it's only going to be up on Patreon, everybody. <laughs> patrons um sorry so there's one thing we're running a little short on time with this juicing in your poops this has been like a week of non-stop like several times a day you have to abruptly leave the room because you have a massive poop to take mm -hmm. scotch is eager to juicer for my uh 10th anniversary gift at work and uh i've been juicing maybe like uh i've only done it like four or five times so i'm averaging about like twice a week but, um, banana throughout the day, like, way to go, kid. You're like a rabbit. <laughs> so to start juicing and I'm shoving in like three, you know, I'm putting in a whole apple, a whole orange, a whole lemon, like a, a whole stock of cucumber or celery. And some of them it's been spinach, uh, like three servings of carrots. Uh, you know, I think it's just been a shock to my digestive system. <laughs> they kind of take that much in at once, so. I've had a couple of close calls, but I've remained... It's like we're cutting something out here, like there's a story that's not being told, because there have been... Well, <laughs> and you weren't even here for this. I'm not sure where you were, but uh, it was like some morning before work. I was coming down, had a fart that felt safe, and I farted, and it it felt like someone just kicked the top of like a hot fudge sundae dispenser. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's what it felt like. And I instantly clenched, instantly, because that, that, there was no other choice. And like duck waddled up the stairs, past a, a morning mom of just like, hey, da, 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 something bullshit. The dog said this, and then it's like, <laughs> out of my way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not now, not now. And she and she did the stupid like turn. She was in the worst spot where she's like right coming out of the hallway, leading to all the bedrooms and the bathroom. So she's like, oh, do I turn around or go straight? And it's like, just get out of the way. It's your crab walking around. They're like, yeah. everything was okay. No stain. No, nothing. Really? Nothing. After great. you said it did not. Away. Yeah, it didn't feel like that. I was surprised, too. When I got up there, I was like, oh, this is like, well, obviously, it's what it felt like. How bad of a shit you had to take where you're like, well, the jeans are ruined, too, now. <laughs> well, you hope. You hope for the best. <laughs> So you've uh, almost had a close call of shitting yourself while this has happened? That's the only close call. But uh, yeah, that's what it felt like. But it's going to be an adjustment. Eventually that's not going to happen. How long 
are you able to like say that to yourself before you wonder if something's wrong? Like if it's a week from now, if you're still pooping that frequently and abrupt, like just like oh, yeah, down here, just watching some TV. Oh, gotta take a poop immediately. Mm-hmm. How much longer? I'd be like, maybe I'm not. Maybe I should. Like you go to the doctor's, like. Oh, you're not supposed to juice a whole stick of salary with a formula for diarrhea. No, that definitely would have come up on my Google searches <laughs> by now. They're just like, yeah, put whatever you want in there. You put some strawberries, you put some grapes, couple uh, stalks of celery, some spinach. Whatever you do, don't put bananas in there. Bananas are all clones now, so if you put those in there, it just starts breaking down the genetic code and you poop yourself. V8, and I, like, I do get a fair amount of fruits in. Vegetables, I don't get a lot. So then when I'm combining like three servings of carrots into one juice that I'm drinking over the course of like three or four minutes. Maybe that's something that's going to take an adjustment. I'd hate to think it could never happen. Like, that's how crappy my body is already. It's already like falling apart. It's just like, oh, we're doing vegetables now at almost 40? Like, yeah, that that would kind of took the last out of us. You really wanted it, huh? Yeah, I mean, that was the end, right? Enjoy dying at 42. That was the curtain call, wasn't it? That's why you said goodbye to Ireland. You knew it was all a bunch of your own boogers. <laughs> that was actually the final hey. <laughs> that was the nail in the hand in the coffin unfortunately it was and we knew we were done when we saw you giving money away to charity like that that filet mignon made entirely of your own nose candy <laughs> your own nose floss uh, that lady was actually a guardian angel shouting at you like no! stop stop you can still go you can still live that was after seven shovels of your own boogers and she's like please don't you're killing yourself. You have to stop that. You'll never be able to drink celery. You'll never at the same time. That being said, I'm going to try it again. Okay. Not the juicing. Not the pain. Walking pay, up the stairs. Not the smorgasbord of my own boogers. I mean. Uh, well, I guess it's good to know then. It's been a real concern when we're in the middle of having like a discussion in the basement. It's just immediately now why? Well, those are just preemptively because I don't want to take the chance again of a fart that's not as fun. <laughs> that's not as casual as I think it's going to be. I can see that then. I can see it. All right. Well, is there anything else we wanted to bring up? Uh, I don't think so. Are we going to do an Oscar thing again this year? Uh, probably. Imagine so. Been usually a Are you gonna, yeah, uh, for once? Yeah. Okay. Hey, I won the first year, didn't I? Probably. I mean, you no showed the second year, except yeah, well, watching I mean, the worst movie. What was that? La La Land. Oh, yeah, that was pretty bad. <laughs> that was, oh man. That just immediately all You're like, I watched two movies. One of them was terrible. Yeah. I think you watched that in Manchester by the Sea, and that I was watched, it. No, I also watched The Arrival. I remember seeing The Arrival. Moonlight? Did you see Moonlight? Yeah, and I saw Moonlight because okay. we had the hand job, yo. Ooh. That chair shot is great. That, chair shot, that was a real, that was a real like, tale of two scenes right there. You're like, ugh, the hand job scene was so weird. On the oh, flight to Ireland, the guy that was sitting like three seats, like, direct, you know, when I went to Ireland, yeah. was sitting like three <laughs> seats. Where? Three seats diagonally. I'm sure they're very tired of you bringing it up, but. Three seats diagonally to my left, and uh, but he was watching Moonlight. And I could see it got right to the scene right before the chair shot. And then it like paused for like that. This is a pilot's announcement. And you're like, God damn it. No, don't tag us for me. Like, Mike, you can watch it on YouTube. <laughs> you can watch it on the TV in front of you yeah. and you're not. Or yeah, you can just literally wait till you land and just watch it like a montage of it on You the Man Now, dog. And not try and spin out of here like the Tasmanian devil every time. <laughs> Drop it off. Five euro. Oh, five dollars. Just throw it away there, Morty. <laughs> All right, well, it was a very good episode. It's good to see some enlightening things. I'm glad we finally got that Justice League. 
Uh, well, yeah, we'll come back soon. I imagine next time we'll probably detail the Oscar stuff because I don't think nominees have come out yet. No. So I'll probably Golden Globes that. have, but not the Oscars yet. Yeah, so I'll probably wait until a little bit for now. But it'll probably be after Christmas, maybe. Yeah, I imagine we don't have another one before Christmas. Isn't Christmas like next week? Uh, Monday. Monday. Next Monday. Yeah. Okay. I was like, not tomorrow, right? <laughs> I haven't prepared. Oh my I god! Have gifts for nobody. So Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah, Merry Christmas, everyone. It's in the singing of a street corner choir. Oh, I know all these words. <laughs> Going home and getting warm by the something. <laughs> by the oonsing. Catch you next time, everybody, on the Super Nagas Spa podcast. <laughs> 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 <laughs>